according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, they returned, only Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supporting him, but supporting him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and saw him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. So it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answering. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and him. Good morning. About a year ago today, I was standing in front of, of a congregation back home. Last summer, I was the full-time preacher for Bethany Church of Christ. And each Sunday morning, we had an average attendance of about 12 to 15. So uh, this morning, uh, it's a whole different story. I remember the first time I ever got up to uh, read Scripture at, back in my home congregation. Um, I was really excited, much like I am today. I got up there, and I don't really remember what the passage was that I was reading, but I remember I got to a word that had about 12 to 20 syllables in it. You know how the Bible is. But I uh, got to it, and I wasn't really sure how to say it. You know, I had read through the Scripture. But at the same time, someone walked through the back door. And, you know, natural reaction, you hear the door open. I looked up and looked back down, and I had lost my place. And by the time I found my place, I realized that I still hadn't said that word, and I still needed to get through it. Well, at that point, my mind decided that it had had enough. So the very first time that I ever read scripture in my home congregation, I passed out. And the only reason I didn't bust my head on the pew in front of me is my granddad saw it in my eyes, I guess, and stood up and caught me. So I have notes up here. If I end up in the floor, someone come up here and finish the sermon for me. But, uh, talking about history. Today, June the 6th, almost, well, years ago to be exact, is considered the turning point in World War II. Today is D-Day, the day that American forces, along with some other countries, stormed the beaches of Normandy. We have a lot to be thankful for because of that day. Soon to follow that day after the war ended was the baby boom, and things just got busier and busier. Not too much longer after that, there was television, internet, computers, mobile phones, 
crazy today. There's no doubt about that. With with interstates and, and, and transportation as easy as it's There's a lot to do. But would we would we say that our lives are any more busy than that of our Lord? Whenever we read the Bible, sometimes if we're not careful, we may think that, that they had it easy back then. You know, they, they could walk around from place to place, especially Jesus and his apostles preaching the word of God. And it also helps out in the belief of the Bible, if there are miracles to accompany it. We don't have that today. We just have the written word, and we have to put our faith in it and what it has to offer us in our life. Surely we wouldn't say that our lives are more busy than that of our Lord. Note the urgency of, of our Lord in, in John chapter 9, verse 4, when Jesus says, I must work the works of him that sent me. In John chapter 17 and verse 34, Jesus says, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Real, Jesus realized that he had time constraints. He wasn't going to be on earth that long. And he had a lot to do and a short time to accomplish it. How urgent he felt his task must, must have been. The Savior of mankind. But at the close of his life, in John chapter 17 and verse 4, he was able to say, I have finished the work thou hast gavest me to do. The very things that we consider ourselves to be busy to do were the very things which were a part of his work. Most of the things that we consider ourselves too busy to take time for today. Let's take a look at a few of the things that Jesus busied his life with. Jesus was not too busy to pray. In Luke chapter 3 and verse 21, it talks about Jesus being baptized and praying. Now, whenever we think about baptism, we think about one of the most important aspects of our Christian life. Coming in contact with Jesus' blood and washing away our sins. <clears throat> now, not that any one aspect of our Christian life is more important than any other. But it's easy to think that baptism is more important than prayer. But here in Luke chapter 3, we see that around the same time Jesus was fulfilling the scripture through his baptism, he was also praying, talking to God the Father. You know, there, there's a lot of money spent today on counselors trying to help people with their problems. There's a lot of money spent today in doctor's offices, people filling prescriptions for the relief of stress. And all we really need is someone to talk to about our problems, someone we can confide in, someone we can put our faith in. And Jesus knew that he could put his faith and his trust in God the Father. And that's why he spent his time in prayer. Note the importance our Lord places on prayer. In Matthew chapter 21 and verse 13, Jesus calls the temple of God a house of prayer. Are our bodies also not called a temple of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19? Therefore, shouldn't our bodies be a house of prayer? There are a lot of things that, 
that get in the way in life of talking to our, God, our Savior every day. I'm just now finding this out. This is my this summer first uh, internship to work with the youth group, and already seems like there's something to do every hour, every minute of the day. And if I'm not careful, I skip the things that help build me up spiritually, like prayer. Prayer is so important in the Christian life. If we take a look in Acts chapter 10, we're given the account of Peter bringing the gospel to the Gentile nation. In verse 31, Peter tells Cornelius, prayer has been answered. Through we see that Cornelius was able to bring the blessing of the Lord on him and all of his house. If we are too busy to pray, then we are busier than we ought to be. Another thing that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was also not too busy for was to appreciate the beauty of God's handiwork. Now, a lot of times we take for granted all the things that God has created around us, especially in, uh, especially in a city like Nashville. I was just talking to Phil the other day. I grew up in the country, and I told Phil, I don't think I can make it here. Not only would I get lost driving around the streets of Nashville, but it seems like I'm so far away from everything that I really appreciated growing up. And if we're not careful, it's easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life and not appreciate the stars or the rolling thunder that we sang about just a moment ago. God has blessed us with so much here on earth. Now, granted, heaven is going to be much more glorious and, and a lot more beautiful. But here on earth, we need to take time and appreciate what God has created for us. Jesus paused to take a look at the birds and the lilies in Matthew chapter 6, verses 26 through 29. He remarked that God's, God cares for the birds and clothes the lilies with glory, surpassing that of Solomon. The importance of, appreciation, of appreciating what God has blessed us with cannot be overstated. Genesis 1 tells us that God brought everything into creation. Therefore, without Him, think of where we would be. Jesus was busy, but He never seemed to time to pause and take a look at the work created. Not too busy to attend a social event. What this tells us is that Jesus had Jesus had time to at this wedding. He had time to he had time to take a part out of his life. And go celebrate with this. Of course, this did not form a major part of his schedule, but he had he did have time for such. Jesus was a social being, and as a result, as we see in Luke chapter two and verse fifty-two, he increased in wisdom, God and man. 
Also, not too busy in the funeral. We're talking about Lazarus. was weeping at his friend's graveside, knowing that just a few moments later he was going to be able to raise him from the dead. But the importance here is that he took time out of his life to comfort those who are hurting around him. If we're not careful, we may fall into a rut of thinking that, that going to the funeral home and, and comforting a, a family in need, you know, not everybody wants to do that. That sometimes gets us down. Sometimes we start thinking about, about our mortality and how short our lives may have been. But this should be a part of every Christian's life. In Romans chapter 12 and verse 15, we're told to weep with them that weep. And Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 2 says, It's better to go to the house of mourning than to the house of feasting, for that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to his heart. This does make us realize that death is real and that it is very near to all of us. We realize that the people that we're going to comfort, the person that they, is, they have lost, had their successes and their failures, their joys and their sorrows. By doing this, we're reminded what is important and what is trivial, what we should be focusing our lives on. Jesus also focused his life on giving attention to the sick. It's been said that one visit is worth a basket full of letters. Now granted, there are times when a letter is appropriate, but there's nothing like hearing the human voice and seeing somebody's face and knowing that you love them enough to come see them. Studies have shown that if a baby doesn't receive human a certain amount of time, that they grow calloused and, and jaded towards other human beings. This is because God, God meant for us to attend to one another, to show our compassion to each other. tells us that pure religion undefiled is to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction. Jesus talks about those who visited him and who had visited him not and the consequences of their actions. We visit Jesus. Our Lord was also not too busy to attend services. Luke chapter 4 and verse 16 tells us, as Jesus' custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Now this was not unusual to Jesus, as his custom was. A vital part of the Christian life is regular church attendance. Acts chapter 20 and verse 7 and Hebrews chapter, 10 and ver or Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25 tell us this. Also, Jesus promises to be in the midst of those who assemble to worship him. Matthew 18 and verse 20. Those who stay away miss a meeting not only with other Christians, but also with our Lord and Savior. Are you too busy to attend regular church services? Our Lord wasn't. Jesus was also not too busy to think about the eternal. 
Jesus was so busy, but he often spoke of the afterlife. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus was thinking and talking about the home of the soul, but this did not hinder his busy life, nor did it make his life any less useful. We must live today. We must go about our lives today. We need to plan for the future, plan day to day families. But we need to realize how valueless this life would be if it weren't for the busy life of our Lord. It's easy here on earth to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. If we don't study our Bibles and pray to God every day, it's easy to forget what God has done for us. There's a lot we have to endure here on earth, a lot of trials and troubles. But through daily scripture reading and prayer to God, we're reminded every day of the sacrifice our Lord and Savior gave for us. Moses was able to endure, we're told in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 27, because he would focus on he who is invisible, God. Paul could endure because he looked not at things which are seen, but things that are unseen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18. Though Jesus was very busy, he found time to do the will of the Father. If we are to be like, we must never be too busy to do these things which filled his life, our example. We sang a moment ago, be still and know that I am God. From day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, we need to take time and be still and know that God is here for us. Not only that, He sent His Son to die for us on the cross. And through we were able to come in contact with His blood and receive forgiveness of our sins. Is your life too busy for the Lord? Do you need to take time away from things and realize once again what all He has blessed us with? If this is the case, then you have the opportunity this morning, if you're not a Christian, to become one through baptism into His blood, putting on the name of Christ. If you are a Christian... and your life has become too busy for the Lord, know that you can come forward today and prayers will be offered up on your behalf to strengthen you and to help you in your daily walk with God. If this is the case, you come as we stand and sing.